0: In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, Laura is going to talk about the four stages of motherhood as she sees it. And Stephanie's going to talk about five ways to share kindness with others. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to
1: share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s.
0: Laura, your son
1: is in his senior year of he, high school. He is. And but I didn't think it was going to pull my heart as much as it is, but it really is and it's kind of crazy. I mean, he is the kid who's most like me of my two children. Uh, not that I love my other son any less, but we're very similar. So that means we get along well, but we also bicker, Right. Yeah, you know, because we're that. very much the same. I feel like oftentimes there's like, if you have more than one, there's oftentimes one that maybe, you know, butt heads with a little bit more than maybe the other. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would concur <laughs> with that. You're picturing one of your kids, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, oh, like... This is going to be like the last time possibly we pick apples on Labor Day weekend. Or this is going to be the last time we go to the pumpkin festival because he may not come home on that weekend that exists next year. And it just it started to get me thinking of who like there are these stages of motherhood. So I'm thinking of the first stage, right? So like birth to age five. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even remember what happened right, I mean either because <laughs> right? I because mean, my kids were so close in age that they it, it happened one after the other and it was just like one big decade of dizziness and it wasn't really yeah. a decade but it felt like it. It was like a sleepless fog. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. And so, but and I remember thinking, oh, I just want to get to that where they can do the things on their own, where they yeah. can where they can tie their own shoes and they can get themselves dressed and they can do their own, you know, cook their own food, you know, all the things. I feel like often we are trying to get to the next stage because it's going to be easier. And when we're doing that, maybe we're not appreciating the stage that we're in.
0: Yes. Not pausing,
1: savoring that moment. Because it's only there for a little bit. Yeah. And here I am and I've got this senior and and granted six months ago, he was like, I think I'll just stay in town. And now he's like, I might go to Wisconsin. And I was like, that's really far away. That means you're not (laughs) going to come home very often. And so that's gotten me teary eyed. In fact, it was homecoming for my boys last night and I tell them to wake me up when they come home because I want to know that they're home safe. Right. So I was in a good sleep. And the first one wakes me up, the senior. And I'm like startled. And he's like, What, mom? You told me to wait. I'm like, Yes, yes, you did. He's like, uh, "Your bro- My brother's not home yet. And I was like, Okay, okay. Well, I fell back asleep. And I knew that my other son had left. He went to take his date home. And I got into really good sleep. And then all of a sudden, my phone rings. And I was like, Ooh, You know, oh, that right. panic. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, what? Well, hello. And he's like, He's like, Mom, Mom. He's like, I'm not gonna make it home when I said I was. He's like, I'm stuck in traffic. the football okay. all right is. Is, has blocked roads. Oh, yeah. And so I'm having yep. to go a different way, and I don't know how to get there. And I'm like, boo. So I'm like talking him through, like, this is how you're going to, need to get here, and you're going to need to get off the phone because you're going to go down this narrow road. It's no street lights, and it's very curvy, and it's winding, and it's dark, and there's deer, and so you're going to need to pay attention. But then I fell back asleep again. <laughs> and then he <laughs> got home, and I was like, wake your dad this time. But, <laughs> you know, as much as I was in a sleepy fog this morning from not getting a lot of sleep. You know, I realized like next year, one of them is not going to be waking me up. Right. Right? He's going to be doing his own thing and I'm not going to know where he is and when he gets home and whatnot. And nor do I need to because he'll be doing it by himself. But to just really appreciate the times now, because that first stage of survival is what I'm going to call it. Okay. Went so fast because yes. it's such a blur. Right? right. And then there's that
0: next stage. I, I honestly would call that first stage the Band-Aid stage, too, <laughs> because I kept trying to put Band-Aids on problems. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. you don't do this? Well, uh, you're just
1: going to fix it for five minutes. Right. <laughs> well, we'll get you through to, for a few more minutes. Right. And then... Then there's that stage of busy, and I think that's a big stage because it's like once they enter school, so five or six, until they can drive. We don't have a car for each of my kids, but among everybody, we can share, and so we don't have to take them to the practices and the friends' houses as much right? because they do it themselves, and I feel like everyone's so in a hurry to get their kid to drive, and I was kind of sad when mine started driving because... I really appreciated those conversations in the car, like when you picked them up from school, because that's when my kids would talk to me. And then all of a sudden that time is gone. Right. And it's like, well, when am I going to have a conversation with you? And so now with my senior, like, I'll be like, hey, you want to go run errands? And he'll be like, sure. And we'll have that conversation. And and he'll be like, I love being driven around. (laughs) (laughs) you know that he is 18 he realizes that driving is not all that fun no and um it's kind of some work and it's it's kind of a hassle and so i'm just really appreciating this stage because i realize there's going to be a lot of lasts and yeah it makes me sad i'm going to start crying about it so i have to breathe so i don't on air (laughs) So
0: we have the stage of survival from birth to five. We have the stage of busy from five to 15, where in the middle of our busy, we're being challenged to take a moment, yes. take a breath, enjoy that car time, all
1: of those things. And so what's your your next stage, the stage that you're in? The stage of holding on. Like okay. The stage of savoring. You know, savoring right. the last moments of all the um, things. It's trying too, because it's from 16 to 18, 19, or when they leave the house. Those 16 to 17 year olds can kind of sometimes be turkeys, oh. you know. Because, yep, they they might be able to do that right. quite well because they're trying to be independent. Right. And, but they also, I, I want people to know if, if you're in the stage of busy or if you're in the stage of survival or the band aid, in that stage of holding on, like they come back and they become like, Kind of pleasant human beings. Like it comes back. It, I think it varies for each kid. Like it's not age 16. Or seventeen, or I mean, it varies, right? And so it just depends on when that teen kind of that angst leaves, and they become kind of pleasant, okay? Again, and I think that's something you need to look forward to.
0: Okay, I will look forward to making sure that I raise my kids in a way that allows me to enjoy them when they come back when they're pleasant. Yes, there we go. Yes, we got that.
1: And then there's the stage that we haven't experienced as mothers, but we're experiencing right now as children which is awesome and that's that stage of being friends or raising those adult children so we our children aren't there yet but it's kind of cool to like go and do things with your yes. parents um, or when they become a parent again and like I know your mom brings you dinner sometimes yes. on Mondays and how awesome that is it to is. not have to cook your in the stage of holding on, but you're—it's also busy yes. too, right? It is busy. So when and your mom just makes dinner, yeah. something so simple and, and brings it, it over, that's—it's really enjoyable, and you realize how uh, how much you appreciate right your mom yeah. and your dad.
0: Yeah. Both Laura and I are fortunate that we still have. These wonderful moms that do amazing things. And um, and so we certainly haven't taken for granted, I don't think one bit, that we're able to spend that time with them in this stage of being friends, as yes. defined by Laura. Be it dinners or your mom cleaned your house yes. while you were gone. so she, she stayed with my,
1: with my 16-year-old. We were out of town this weekend and and she did some laundry and cleaned up my bedroom and pressed my kids' clothes for homecoming. You know, did all the things that I didn't have time to do before I left. So, so it was so it was wonderful. lovely. Yes. So,
0: And I'm looking forward to being that friend stage with my children yes. so that I can kind of pay it forward with mm-hmm. all the kindness that both of my parents have given me um, throughout my adulthood. So all of this, the four stages of motherhood, as defined by Laura, to say that there has to be a moment of pause, a moment of mindfulness, a moment of deep breath in each one of those stages And the idea that it's okay to feel like you're surviving or that you're so busy you can't even like think about what to do next or you're just holding on. It's okay to feel all those things, but also remember to savor each one as well.
1: So Stephanie, our closing tagline, as you might call it, we include in that sharing kindness with others. And I got to thinking the other day, what does that mean to us? Because we say it, we promote it, we do it, we want to share it, but maybe our listeners do not know how we define that. And I thought, what a great segment to just talk about how we share kindness or how we want to others to share kindness.
0: Which is really interesting because when we first started thinking about running this segment, I just went back and I just thought, well, like, basically, like, at the very root, what is kindness? Kindness. And so I came up with three words to define it as friendly,
1: generous, and respectful. Sounds like a great definition to me.
0: But then I started thinking about who are the people that I know that are truly
1: kind?
0: And what do they do? And so there's like uh, one of my college students this semester. She is a graduate student in one of the classes that I'm taking. Mm -hmm. And I would define her as truly kind. She is just in every interaction that I've had with her, I would say that she gives me grace. She gives grace to the people around her. She is friendly and supportive.
1: I think that kind of wraps up kindness.
0: Yes. I mean, and But she communicates this all without saying any of those words, right? Just in the way that she responds. Her presence. Yeah. So interesting. And so then I started thinking about, well, who are some other truly kind people that I know in my life that are like on the periphery? Like, of my world, like people Mm -hmm. that I would identify as being kind just because of what I watch them do, not necessarily how they interact with me. To me, it's like a humbleness, uh, a gentleness, a willingness to pause and really
1: listen, you know, to to see you for who you are and be okay with it. Be okay with it and not judge and not. try to change you, but just to see who you are and and embrace it.
0: Yeah yeah And so you know, I always think about this story that somebody told me one point. It was that he went t- to dinner, like a fancy dinner and ended up sitting next to a senator uh, that was in that room and the senator made this person feel like he was the most important person in the room and that you know the senator did ha- didn't have much to say but just sat and asked questions and thought and responded and yeah yes and i think that's so interesting i have a friend whose father was a general and every single time i interact with him it's so he's so humble and just asks questions and is just so gentle mm-hmm. and i was like for for somebody that's had this really like big career right like like this soul is truly kind, right? And so I just I find that to be very interesting. I think about like how do we how do we do this? Like in our in our lives. Like what are some things that we can do to be that kind, to
1: share kindness with others? Yeah, what are we meaning when we say share kindness with others because we don't elaborate. So right.
0: And so I think like fundamentally with these things it's that we do it without wanting recognition or reciprocity mm-hmm. that we just do it because we want to to support other humans. Yeah. And and uplift them.
1: And, and yeah, just embrace and encourage. Yes. Okay, so
0: here are five ideas that we have for spreading kindness with others. Um, These are free. (laughs) All of them, right? Uh, The first one is to consciously say thank you.
1: It's so important.
0: When somebody does something, thank you for doing this. Um, When they pull the door open. my,
1: My students to say thank you and to appreciate when somebody gives you something or does something for you. Um, That They didn't need to do. And so we talk a lot about that in my classroom. I think saying thank you is so simple. Yeah. And I, I, I worry that it might start to drift away if we don't continue to do it and teach our young to do it. Right. So we also have to live in a way that allows us to
0: see the thank yous that we're going to say. All right. So the next one is to compliment people and the generous, kind compliments um, looking for that person that might have a cute outfit on or might say something that is interesting or fun might have done something special, like making sure that we're looking for ways that we can compliment other people. Right. Yes. I was talking to my friend who was taking a class on Um, being neighborly oh right Mm -hmm. and so one of the things that they said that's super simple to do is just wave at your neighbors
1: i love doing that
0: right yeah and so um we live kind of on a busy street i mean there's lots of people that are driving up and down our street and so because she said this i took it upon myself to wave every single time a car passes And it is so funny because I've been doing this for like six months now. And I'm outside a lot because I loved garden, right? And so I'm always watering the lawn or do something like that. But now they'll pass and they'll wait before I can even get to it. Oh, that's awesome. Because anticipate, right? And I've had so many people stop and just spark up a conversation with me and I think part of the reason is because I've probably waved to them yes and don't even know it yeah. like because they don't see the people that are in a car I just see a car and I automatically wave at right. this point and so it was just kind of an interesting simple thing to do that's very it
1: brings a smile when yeah. someone waves at you how can you not just smile right you know and so that's just a, a so simple way to share kindness we had new neighbors move in the other day, and I saw the moving truck. And I remember when we moved into the house that we're in about four years ago, pretty quickly the neighbors came and, you know, introduced themselves and offered scissors, you know, because we were unpacking boxes. And oh, so I was like, yeah. I'm going to do the same. And so I went in, and there was this gentleman taking things from the moving truck, and I was like, oh, are you our new neighbor? And he's like, no, I'm just the friend helping. They're, you know, they're inside, and soon the— um. The mom came out and she introduced herself. And so I introduced myself and I just said, hey, if you know, when you're unpacking, if you need anything, because I know how that can be, um, you know, we haven't been here that long, but it was helpful. And so, you know, let me know. And, and I'm, we're happy to help and introduced all of ourselves. And so I got to meet the whole family. And so, yeah, just, you know, making being neighborly and letting them know that, hey, if you need something, we, we might not be the best of friends, but I want to offer you what I have yes, because you may not Yes. So. And we
0: have in our neighborhood, uh, we put up a book box in the front of our yes. house. And that's been very helpful, I think, and people just wanting to stop by. And I had somebody stop by the other day and just say, I just want to thank you for having your book box. Oh, I, love, I that. love coming by yeah. and grabbing books. And so, um, you know, those kinds of things, I think, are they just make a difference Yes, in in the, the way that um, our neighbors see us. So
1: uh, number four, yes, is to pause and see people ask questions and follow. I think it's that listening piece. Yeah. Right. Speaking to somebody, speaking to a stranger and then, you know, maybe asking a question, but then really listening when they respond. We've talked about this before and the importance of listening. When you truly listen to somebody and um, give them eye contact, I think that's important. I also teach that with my students as well. It helps them to notice that you really are genuine and that you want to know what they have to say. So, yeah, I think that's I mean, all of these are simple yeah. things to do yeah
0: Nothing but is sometimes rocket science no but sometimes with our busy world it's, it's really just consciously slowing down
1: mm-hmm.
0: being gracious and grateful and all of those things the last thing is just to be generous with with what it is that you have so we were at uh, a neighborhood yard sale a couple of weeks ago and there was this sign uh, in front of somebody's Lawn, on somebody's lawn that said, iris bulbs, please take as many as oh, yeah. you want. And then next to that sign were four boxes, uh, pretty good sized boxes, like paper boxes or bigger, mm-hmm. that were filled to the top with iris bulbs.
1: Oh, wow. And
0: every single one of them was trimmed up and cleaned up and just ready to plant. Yeah. And then she had a bag with plastic bags inside of it that you could just go and take however many irises you wanted. Um, so I grabbed a bag full of them, and my friend that I was with grabbed a bag full of them, too. And it was just the kindest thing that
1: the owner of the house wasn't there. It was just take, take what we have here's, here's what we have. We know it's valuable to somebody. So you might as well appreciate it because I no longer need it, yeah, yeah. And so then I went
0: and talked to one of her neighbors. They had a yard sale, and apparently, this lady does this every year. <gasps> Oh. She loves her irises and so she wants to share them. So she digs up her irises because they are in tubers and they yep. definitely have children tubers, mm-hmm. right? And so she just goes to the effort every year of digging up her irises and sharing them with everybody.
1: Oh, I love that. I might need to go visit her next year. Yes. And to so, get some variety in my iris. There we go. That I have planted.
0: All right. So just some ideas for spreading kindness with others as you all are going about your way this week. All right, Laura, now it is time for our
1: weekly homework. Are they going to share kindness?
0: Yeah, you have to share kindness after we talked about it and gave you five ideas. So in your notebooks, your homework is to write down... Our five ideas, because they're amazing and you want to hang on to them. So say thank you, compliment people, wave at neighbors, pause, see people, ask questions and follow up and then be generous. So those are our five ideas for spreading kindness. Now add three more to our list. Mm, I love that. And then try them. Star the two that you're going to do and try them this week. In the meantime enjoy your
1: week, go, move, breathe, share kindness with others. You You got this. Do you love friends fit forties subscribe to our podcast? leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also follow us on
0: Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you.